Hello and welcome to frame 87 of Me 1 versus Me 2 Snooker, uh, the continuing battle to find which of the Me's is better at Snooker, Me 1, which is part of Me, or Me 2, which is also part of Me, Richard Herring, or Me 3 sometimes plays, but he hasn't been on the, the programme for a good long while. Um, it's very much a podcast that's about the battle that we fight throughout our lives with ourselves. Is there a winner of that battle? Can there be a winner? That's the question that this is asking in a philosophical sense. It's extremely clever, whereas stone clearing is the battle between us and the things we can't control in the world, the outside forces. I mean, really, you need to enjoy these two podcasts together. I don't know why I have to explain these things to you. Unfortunately, um, people who like clever things need them explained to them so they know that how clever they are. And this is one of the cleverest podcasts you will ever see currently. <laughs> Um, this, uh, this, uh, this battle is currently 41 for 39 to me one. Um, some of the frames have been fought between different people, uh, and, um, although the same person, uh, are we all just the same person? That's the, another philosophical question you can ask from this. Um, Francisco Amendolagin's family have been in touch to say they don't want the, uh, the, the arena named after him anymore. So I'm naming it after Bill Heine, uh, who is an uh, American-born broadcaster who was based in Oxford um, and famously had a massive shark sticking at the top of uh, his, the roof of his house in Heddington, Heddington made out of fiberglass. Also, when I was at university there, I was very obsessed with his radio show for a short while. Uh, in that kind of ironic way the students are, where they ironically are interested in something because they want to listen to it. It's a bit like me now and the films uh, of, uh, you know, what's his face from the uh, from the cobbler? What's he called? Oh, come on. <laughs> oh, it's, you know, the guy is uh, not Rob Schneider. I can remember him. Not David Spade. Not him. Um you know, he's quite a famous guy. Adam Sandler, that's it. That was a little uh, test for you there. That happened to me on the uh, Sandcrane podcast as well. I forgot the name of something. I'm not worried about my mind denigrating because the thing, denigrating is the word I meant, because um, doing things like podcasts where you talk to yourself and play yourself at snooker keeps the mind active. That's what I believe. Anyway, so yes, yeah, so we named after Bill Heine because we used to ring him up on his radio show and try and win his competition. Uh, and we did that by dialing all the other numbers of the number. This is in the old days of old phones. Uh, and then just wait until he asked the question and then pressed the last number. Because it was always easy enough to get straight away, even if you, you just had to do it soon. And then we got through and I won a spitting image uh, tape to put on your answer phone with all the different characters doing answer phone messages. You could, I think you had to play it next to your um, answer phone and then it would record onto the answer phone. I didn't have an answer phone, but I still treasured that tape for a little while. Anyway, I'm sure his family won't, uh, with that very heartfelt tribute, I'm sure his family won't feel they want the arena named next week. We'll see. Um, they do get in touch very quickly, the lawyers of these people. And remember, you can get the um, arena named after you or your business. You don't even have to die. I mean, that's one way of doing it, dying and being in the Wikipedia dead people of the week. You could try that, or if you want to be sure of doing it, I've, there are 25 opportunities and two of them have gone, only two, uh, where you can spend. go to my Kickstarter at rohelastapa.co.uk slash Kickstarter, and you can sponsor an episode, and I will promote 
it'll be like a, a, you know a, a proper I mean not proper because two pack snooker is not proper uh, but televised snooker match where you know it's emblazoned with sponsorship this is a very cheap way of advertising your business a couple of people have t- taken advantage of it already or just getting your name mentioned on this if you enjoyed this podcast um, not usually this long there's also a chance to get signed snooker balls and great t-shirts but only one of me one or me two no one can have them both that will never be allowed to happen. You have to choose, as I'm sure you have already. Um, hopefully those designs will go up before it ends, but there's about a week to go. So please join in. We've still got about 25% of the total to get. It's very exciting. If we don't reach the total, we get nothing, and you get nothing as well, and you don't have to pay anything, obviously, if you do join in. Um, but if it gets there, you do have to pay. That's how it works. So rahalastopper.co.uk slash Kickstarter. Sorry, this doesn't feel very much like a snooker podcast. So um, let's go over to the players, first of all, to discuss uh, the last frame. Me me too. Let's start with you. You won uh, by basically 67 to 31. I say basically that was the score. And um, that was back on the 4th of April. It's been a little while since we've been up here on the old green bays, the green board. Um, how are you feeling about that win? Well, Richard, it was a win I needed. It was a win I deserved. Um, the previous frame, I can't remember what happened, but it was insane, the score in the previous frame. And, it, uh, you know, if I can win this one, I'm back to just one frame behind. And I'm hoping that within a couple of frames, I can get uh, two frames ahead. And, of course, remember, me too, that if the Kickstarter reaches its target, one of the rewards for everyone will be that, I mean, I say rewards, there will be a guaranteed extra 25 frames of Me 1 versus Me 2 Snooker in 2019. That is incredible, Richard, and that should give me a chance to get 23 frames ahead. Uh, we'll, we'll see. Uh, but, yes, I'm very much looking forward to it. Um, I, uh, I've i missed being here. You know, when we came back, I, I thought, ah, oh, this is... You know, I've been away doing a lot of promotional stuff. Uh, a lot of other opportunities have opened up to me because of this podcast, Richard. And I thank you for that, for coming up with the basic idea of doing this. Uh, but back on that old green board, you know, I feel like myself and all the troubles I have away from. Is it true, Me Too, that the Me Too movement was named after you? It is not true, Richard, and, and that's a libelous thing to say. Uh, that's not the kind of guy I am. I enjoy myself, but uh, in, a, in a lawful, legal way, apart from some of the drugs I take are illegal and um, occasionally steal things. But apart from that, everything I do is legal. Uh, me one, how are you feeling? Well, Richard, uh, I'm not too worried. I've still got a two-frame cushion, a bit like the cushion of a of a snooker board. It's a little joke, snooker joke there. And um, yeah, you know, I'm pretty confident I can get that back to three. Uh, last week was a bit of a disappointment, uh, but uh, you know, me too is always saying he wants to let his snooker do the talking. I I'd say I'm going to let my snooker do the talking. Well, you can't say that because that's my catchphrase. Well, I'm going to do it, and so I think we should get on with it. So, uh, all right, well, the this is it's me, it says me two to break there on the this piece of paper. Well, actually, yeah, looking at it, it's me one to break. So I'll hand over to the commentary booth with commentator one, commentator two. Maybe me three will turn up. Sometimes he does. Maybe commentator two won't say anything. He's being very – he's not saying much, but he will be one of the people who signs your snooker ball um, if, uh, if you uh, do go for that reward. Uh, on the thing so um sorry just reading some tweets got distracted anyway uh let's head and head head over there now let's take this a bit more seriously please everyone and uh, head over to commentator one commentator two as me one takes his place at the snooker board well hello richard it's good to be here the bill heine is that how you pronounce it i'm not sure 
uh, arena. Um, they have to say the referee, referee two, in charge of the game, I believe. Either that or referee one. I forget which one's in space. Um, I'm not going back to check. Uh, he has moved the snooker board a few inches away from the wall that was impeding play last time. Though looking at the snooker board, I do notice that there's still a lot of dirt and detritus um, from the cat, cat hair everywhere. I don't know. Uh, I haven't really been watching the snooker on television this week because uh, I don't approve of the bastardized two-person version of this game. And I, it's not something I under, really understand. Uh, but I'm pretty sure they don't let cats into the arena. And this cat is, I think we mentioned it last time, it pets fur everywhere on here. There's bits of grit, which I think are bits of cat litter that have stuck to his bum and then fallen on to the snooker board. So there's a definite chance that one or both of these players might contract some kind of awful cat AIDS disease. From, but that's not worrying them. All they care about is the snooker and me one. He breaks. He hasn't gone in off, which is quite uh, an achievement for him. Oh, the ball's rolling rather weirdly, which makes me think maybe the referee didn't double check. Uh, he'd set things up quite quite level. But me too, straight in with a beautiful shot. Uh, red ball potted and nicely on the black. And he can get, if he gets his black in, he should knock open the the remaining reds. He's done it. He's done exactly what I said. Not only this could be the maximum break. Uh, he's on another red, and if and he should just be on another black straight after that. Oh, he's hit it too softly. He's on the black. He was thinking ahead to the glory of a full break. He gets uh, me two eight. That's me two with eight points there. Uh, but he's set up me one, and me one should be able to get on this black, and maybe me one can get the almost maximum. But me one has putted that and trying to, I believe, to bounce the ball off the cushion has gone in off. So even though that was a brilliant tactical play from me two to realise that me one would mess that up. He got four points instead of one for that red. Me one doesn't, of course, get any points in though. He did pot a red and me two is flying high. He's got a long red into the top left hand pocket. Oh, it jingled and jangled in the pocket like Lord Adonis jingling and jangling between wanting to do Brexit and um, then saying, and not sorry, not wanting to do Brexit and then saying he didn't mind that much because he was going to become an MEP. Um, it was very like that, and that's a very topical reference uh, as we come to press. Uh, but me one now has a chance to rectify his error, and he takes it. He doesn't go in off. He goes down the table. He's on the brown, which is slightly off his spot on the edge of the D. Oh, I mean, I think he was trying to get his way back up the table. They're playing very tactically, these two. Uh, me one, break of one. That is the referee doing his job, which he's failed to do quite a lot of mentioning the breaks. Uh, let's go to robot voice for the current scores. Calculating, calculating. Me one, one. Me two, 12. And uh, me two now at the table. He should, sorry, at the board. He should have had this wrapped up by now. He's potted the red, but he's not, I don't know if he was trying to get on the black or the pink or the blue. He's not near anyone. I don't think he's going to get, he's going for the black. He has to slice it quite carefully into the top left-hand pocket. Oh, hasn't done it. He's gone in off. What a disaster for me too. After that bright start, he gets a break of one. Me two, one. Me one, foul, seven points. Calculating, calculating. Sorry, it sounded a bit like the computer voice talking, but it wasn't. Me one, eight. Calculating, me two, 13. So, yes. What a costly error that was. He should have just played safe. Me one now has a red 
that's on the D. He's in the D trying to knock this into the centre pocket. He's miscalculated it. And that's good news for me too. The, again, the the way the table's sloping there does not make me feel too confident about the referee here. He should be sent into space, whichever one he is. Me too. Oh, oh. Uh, that was, um, and he, he missed, the shots, really. The red ball bounced off the top cushion and then came and it spun around the centre pocket, just spinning round like um, Boris Johnson trying to become Prime Minister. They can't all be gold. Uh, me one. I believe it is now. Yes. Uh, oh, nicely done there with the almost touching ball. Uh, could have dragged that on, but he hasn't. He's potted a red. Oh, he's, he's he tried to get a blue into the centre pocket, but hit it too sharply. Me one. Break of one. Calculating. Me one. Nine. Me two. Calculating. Thirteen. And yeah, and me... One has accidentally created quite a good snooker there, but there is one red ball at this bottom end of the table, which Mita should be able to hit fairly easily. And he has. Oh, and he may have created his own snooker. That's lovely. He's between the brown and the brown and the green down here now, which are both off their mark, but this should be a fairly easy hit for me one. Yeah, he's hit. Oh, but he's left me two on. Me two has a pretty straight shot into the top right-hand pocket. Oh, it jingled and jangled in the pocket like Theresa May thinking about Brexit. Really should put more work into those. Uh, me one. Oh, that's a foul, surely. And yes, the referee calls it. He was arching over the pink ball and uh, he clearly hit the pink ball with his cue, which is not something that happens very foul. Me two, six points. Uh, that's put me two back in the driving seats. Ten points clear now. That's a very hard amount to catch up in this game. And me too. There's nothing really on the cue ball. Oh, I said that, but that is maybe the shot of this whole podcast ever. The cue ball right on the top cushion. A red ball halfway down the table. Seemingly the angle was too difficult to get in, but he whacked it, cleared it into the bottom right-hand pocket. Uh, and I don't think that was luck. I think that's what he was intending to do. Um, and that could very well seal this. If he can get a colour with this, he's going to be a long way ahead. He's going for the brown. It's a long shot. Almost the same as the one he just got, except the brown's a bit nearer to the cue ball, but the cue ball is now on the bottom cushion. Oh, and he gave that a good try as well. So and he, there's a red on, so that's a shame for me too. Me too. Break of one. Calculating, calculating. Me one, nine. Me to 20 points. That is more. That is more. That's true there. Thank you, Robot Voice. Uh, me one. And a slightly tricky red ball in the centre pocket, but he's got it. Oh, Ooh, nearly went in off at the top, but managed to survive. I don't think there's anything that can go here. The pink into the centre pocket. I think we'll just keep the brown. He's going for the yellow. He's called yellow. Long shot into the bottom right hand pocket. Oh, no. Nowhere near. But he has got the cue ball right up uh, the other end. He gets a break of one. And uh, me too. Slightly tricky again here. He is snookered, but he should be able to get one of these three reds. He's got one of them. Oh, but nudged on to the, one, the other red. And that's a pretty easy pop for me. One. He takes it. Uh, 
Can he get this long pink into the bottom right-hand pocket? Should it's a straight shot. Oh, he hasn't done it straight, though. And just one point to me, one, but he's picking up. We'll check the scores later. Me too. Maybe looking a little nervy now. Can he double this red down? No, he's learned his lesson. He realised he could pop the black doing that. He's gone in off the red instead. What a stupid idiot. So that has put... Sorry, I shouldn't say that as an independent commentator. That's put the me one right back in the driving seat referee. Moving a few of the balls down the table because they've all got coagulated in one pocket again, slightly suspiciously. Me one is going to... Uh, he can see he could go in off here as well. So he's going to go for this one. Oh, and that was nearly the second best shot of the tournament. Uh, unfortunately, didn't go in. It would have been amazing if it had. Me too has a better shot at this one, I think. He takes it. Uh, he's quite well on the blue, which is off its spot. He's going to the top left-hand pocket. Takes it. Oh, that's beautiful. I don't think he can get this red. It may be possible if he can cut it very lightly. He's the wrong side of it for the centre pocket. Uh, me too, trying to take some of the cat hair off the table. Can he just nip it or will he miss it? Oh, he just nipped it. It didn't go in. It's rolling up towards the top. There's a bit of cat hair on that ball now, which is not good. But me too, that's giving him a break of six for me too. I just cleaned that ball. And the referee does not look happy. Uh, let's see what the score is calculating. It's taken me the computer for a long time to calculate this. Calculating, calculating, me one, 15. Calculating, me two, 26. So me two, well ahead. Me one, nearly snookered here, but a pretty easy hit. Oh, he's gone in off and he's nearly hit the black in, but he hasn't. So me one, in off, the in off champion is one of his unofficial nicknames. It's never been mentioned before, but I think you all know it's very true for him. Uh, me too, cannot get this in. But he can try and send it to a snooker, which, oh, very nice. I mean, there's a nice positional play going on here. Me one, I think he'll get it, but he has to come off a cushion. Nearly goes in off. And uh, me too, in the driving seat, looking confident. Oh, that wasn't good, though. Me one, don't think he can quite get this, the angle to get this red in the centre pocket. He's going to try it. I was wrong. He did it. And, and fair play to me one. He's on the black. Has not hit that well. I think they're all too concerned about playing me one, break of one. I think they're all too concerned about playing the positional play, which they're not probably good enough to do. Me two on the yellow, nicely. Oh, it was still a hard shot. Oh, nearly went into the centre pocket. Me one, mildly snookered there, and he's missed it. He's hit the black. This is very good news for me too. It's looking like Me Too's day, I have to say, but anything can happen in Me One versus Me Too snooker. He's really going to have to cut this yellow tight to get it into the centre pocket. I'm not going to say he's not going to do it because Me One did this, and he's done it. My goodness, they are playing well at potting today. Me Too, this green is very long. It's very difficult, a very tight angle, and he has not got it this time, though. It's ricocheted off a couple of other balls, oh, and then veers off in this weird undulating area. Uh, me too, break of two. So calculating, calculating, me one, 16, me two, 39. Oh, me two, storming ahead. Me one again, snookered on the green. Doesn't really take, it was a bit of a me two shot there. He didn't really take too much time to evaluate it, but wow. 
he has got right behind the brown there in in a oh this is a beauty of a situation me too is going to try and come off the bottom cushion he could easily hit the pink or the blue here he's missed everything uh the referee's called a miss in fact and this is the danger here's the danger right there me too having another crack just misses that. It's close. That's two fouls. Then he's hit the, the pink and uh, he's sat up the green and Miwon is happy with that. And he should be with 14 points. Oh. 14 points added on to, to 16. That makes 30. And me too, only nine ahead now. And Miwon so on the green. It's uh, the only problem he has here is, yeah, well, he's overcome that. He's hit the green in. He's on the brown. This could be a 35 break. He's got the brown. The blue is more tricky. But me, Mon is in touching distance. He's doubled that up. Oh, nearly accidentally gets it into the centre pocket. He gets seven points. Oh, well, uh, no one could have predicted this, even though I did sort of predict it. Calculating, calculating, me one, 37. Calculating, me two, 39. So me two, he's ahead. Can he get this blue? It's a long shot in every sense. My God, that was beautiful. There's been some amazing pots, but he has snooked himself on the pink. He should be able to hit the pink. If he's really can, he might be able to double it in from the other side. Oh, my Lord. My Lord, Jesus Christ. That was wonderful. He's, um, he's going for the black as well. He'll have to double into the centre pocket. Uh, he's failed to. doesn't matter about the black. He was snookered on that pink. Let me tell you about that. He had to come off the cushion. He hit the pink from behind and knocked it into the top right-hand pocket, scoring nine points for that valuable break, putting him out of, out of any chance of me when catching him up. Even though within this game, it's perfectly possible that a player could just miss the black. And what a roller coaster of a frame. What an amazing frame. Anyone who doesn't want their firm sponsoring this podcast is a fucking idiot. Let's go to Robot Voice for the final score. Calculating me one, 37. Calculating me two, 48. It's 37, 48. What do you think about that commentator too? Actually quite good. Now I'll give you that. I've watched a lot of these. Uh, and not enjoyed a single one, but there was some amazing stuff in that. Not all of it amazingly shit. Uh, I'm not coming around to it. I don't think this is a good idea. I don't think I should be a commentator on this because I don't like it. But yeah, hats off. I have to say hats off where they're due. Me too deserved that with some amazing, amazing shots. Yeah, well, 37 plays, 48, a clear victory for me too. Back to you, Richard. In the studio. Oh, excuse me. I just burped as I uh, handed over to you there. Should have just waited another second. Uh, over to you, Richard. In the studio. Sorry, I mean, I deliberately burped that time. So, well, what uh, what a frame. What an amazing frame. I hope you enjoyed it. There were some brilliant topical references in there. Uh, and also, more importantly, some amazing snooker. Um, both players, it seemed trying to rack up big breaks, failing to do so really at all, but getting close. Uh, they may be improving after all this time if we just sort out the condition of the playing surface, which is weak. 
I mean, it's bad if the snooker ball is picking up cat hair on its way across the board. But uh, let's talk to me too first. How are you feeling? I'm delighted, Richard. Um, as I say, I've been hungry to get back on this board. Like a, It's like a, a lust, really, for snooker, like a sexual lust for it. Uh, and it's like I haven't even been allowed to masturbate for the last two weeks. And then I got here and <clears throat> I exploded all over the board. Yeah, I didn't need to hear that, thanks. Uh, and uh, me one, uh, how are you feeling? Richard, uh, mate, well, I mean, I have, I, uh, commentator two took his hat off and I am also taking my hat off to me too there. And there was the way he, I, I thought I'd got it, I thought I'd got him. Um, I could have just kept making him play for that uh, snooker he couldn't get uh, and probably won. But um, I played it honourably and... I thought I thought I'd crushed him, and then for him to come back and pop those the blue and the pink like that, Richard, it was masterful. And I don't often say this about me too, and I won't say it again. But I think he deserved to win that one. Well, history being made here on the Me One versus Me Two snooker board and arena. Here we are in the Bill Heine Arena. Um, pretty amazing. I, I hope you've enjoyed it. Uh, if you do like these podcasts and would like twenty five more this year, or like would like to see a video of uh, an exclusive Chris Evans Not That One tournament or get a t-shirt or get a signed ball or get lots of t-shirts but not two of the snooker ones. Go to rohalistapa.co.uk slash kickstarter and remember you can also sponsor this podcast, have your name on the arena for a week um, and uh, think of all the custom that will bring in from the many thousands of listeners we had. I mean, imagine if it had been the number that we started with. That would be incredible. Anyway, it isn't. But thanks for listening. Hope to see you again. Um, do check out the Stone Cold Rich Tone podcast if you haven't done so already. It's like this, but and this is confined and in the room and this out in the world. Uh, this is trying to take things out. I mean, it's clearing stones in a way, this as well, isn't it? But that's, I'm trying to create something and give purpose to my life. Whereas this is about trying to find out what aspect of me is the best and give purpose to my life. Just trying to get purpose to my life. Uh, and I'm quite looking forward to just the time when all I do is uh, these two podcasts and that's all I do with my time. Hope you enjoyed them. Bye. See you again next time. Bye from everyone here.